But I am accomplishing the things that I had set out to do. And it's just, it is, it's an amazing place to be where I'm at today because when I was younger and getting my start, I was like, oh, I want to have my own show. I want to work in politics. I want to work in news. And I want to be able to have a platform where I can have my voice heard and be part of the conversation and be part of what's going on in this country. That's our guest, Stephanie Hamill. Stephanie Hamill is an American political commentator and TV producer and is known for being the host on One American News Network evening show, In Focus with Stephanie Hamill, where Stephanie explores the top issues and stories of the day using insight and humor cultivated from many years of reporting the news and covering politics. Stephanie, a straight shooter, isn't afraid to tell you what she thinks. Uh, so that being said, as for like navigating against uh avoiding the haters, if you will, and you're always gonna find them in every field. There's always gonna be somebody who's out there to get you. And my thing is, is I stay focused, I stay in my lane and like all of the negativity that comes around me and it's, and, and I've had to deal with it and I'm constantly dealing with it. I just ignore it and I focus on what I'm doing and the goals that I wanna accomplish. I'm Bob Bianchi. At the Bianchi Law Group LLC, we are a team of former prosecutors who fight the government when they charge our clients with crimes. Our entire legal team is made up of former prosecutors, and my partner, Dave Bruno, served with me in the major crime and fraud units. And I'm David Bruno. In each episode of this podcast, Bob and I will interview guests who have faced adversity in their personal and professional lives and find out what mindset they employ to triumph. Now we seek the truth through real-life encounters and candid conversations with thought-provoking leaders ranging from all walks of life. Here, you will find today's thought leaders in their industries face immense challenges and adversities with captivating stories ending in personal triumph and ultimate success. All being brought to you on Nothing But The Truth, radio show, podcast, and web series. Stephanie Hamill is an American political commentator and television producer and the host of In Focus with Stephanie Hamill on One American News Network. We began our conversation on what it means to always be part of the conversation in journalism and the world of news. Asking Stephanie what it's like to be in front of the camera daily, helming her show In Focus, plus overcoming fears and challenges despite humble beginnings. It's definitely a lot of work, but it's also something I would want to do anyways. I love to be informed. I want to be part of the conversation, whether I was doing this for a living or not. Like I'm always consumed in the news. I want to like know everything and I'm not an expert in everything, but I, that's why I have guests on to bring their expertise and then to, to break down the important information for the audience. But I definitely spend hours preparing for a show and uh, I have a huge part in it. I work at One American News Network and I have my own show in focus and we're a small team. So I participate in producing the entire show. Um, I'll spend hours going through the articles and making sure the guests are comfortable with the articles that we're assigning them and making sure that everyone's comfortable because I don't want to set anybody up for failure on the show. I want to have an intelligent discussion. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it is a lot of work to stay informed. I will say one of the, I guess, like negative things is, is the news cycle has been pretty negative the past few years. And when I originally signed up to be a journalist, I didn't realize it was going to be that much. I mean, it is a lot that we carry on our shoulders. 
Yeah, Stephanie, I was looking at your bio, um, and, and I have to agree with Dave in the way that you prep and the fact that you actually communicate with your guests about the stories and the ideas to have the best prepared people. And, and, and by the way, the art form of being able to know how to ask the right question. Uh, so it's always a pleasure to be on your show. But I wanted to get to that a little bit. Uh, you've been doing journalism. You studied journalism. You've been involved in politics, I see in your background. And I noticed the same thing as a legal analyst. You, you know I'm big on that, Stephanie. I, I do legal analysis. I don't do political analysis. Nevertheless, every legal case that we have now usually involves politics. How did we spin off into this area? Is it is it because the news has gotten that much worse or is it because it's what people want to hear or is it revenue generating? Like, how does this all work? Well, I guess everything's like intertwined and connected, right? Because legally speaking, there are lawmakers who create the laws that you take into the courtroom and everything is a little bit polarized and we're so divided right now that I guess we do take notice of the politics involved with something. And so, especially when I have people on who aren't super political people, like attorneys who want to just talk about the law and talk about a case, I try really hard to not set you guys up uh, to give political opinions because that's not what you want to do. Uh, mm -hmm. That being said, yeah, I mean, everything's connected. Every, everything involves politics. I mean, even when you go to the grocery store to buy groceries, that is political. Think about what we are going through right now as a country with inflation and the supply chain crisis and, and so on. And so every part of our lives is affected by those people who are in charge. Yeah, let's take a couple steps back. I mean, have you always wanted to be a journalist? And um when did that develop as an interest for you? Yeah, uh, so when I was younger, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do for a living. Uh, I was, I think I was about 18 years old and I was taking classes at the community college and working part-time as a makeup artist, and, which is kind of random. Maybe people don't know about that about me. And so uh, one day I had a customer come in who was prepping uh, her makeup kit for news and she had just... Uh, started a new job in Yuma, Arizona for a CBS affiliate out there. And uh, I was helping her create her look for her newscast. And so she was telling me about it. And I had always been interested in the news. I had always watched it. I just never knew what the process was to become a journalist or to become a TV news anchor. And she was asking me what I was studying in school. And I told her, I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm just taking general classes. I really don't know what I want to do right now. And I was like, wow, like what a great career that you have. That would be something I would love to do. I just at the time didn't have the confidence or didn't think I could do it. I didn't know how to do it. And she's like, well, I think you'd be great at it. You're like really good at have, having conversations and asking questions. She's like, have you thought about it? And I said, well, um, yeah, I would love to, but I don't even know how to get into the University of Arizona, which is the university I would have wanted to go to, which I ended up going to. And so she kind of like planted this seed in my head that I could be a journalist just like her. And so over time, I uh, remember putting the idea out there to some friends and family. And I remember some of the people I had talked to about it, they said, oh, the journalism school is so hard to get into. You'll never get into it. The classes are so full. And despite like everyone telling me I shouldn't do it, I still did it anyways. I signed up, I got into the classes. And I remember one of the classes I was really interested in was the the journalism class where we would go to the city council meetings and write about what the lawmakers were discussing for the day and we'd get to interview the city council members and i remember i was just so fascinated because i didn't realize how the city worked like the people behind the show like who fills your potholes like how uh, you know who controls the water supply all of these other things and so i just became so interested in what was going on there and that's what got me started in politics 
Wow. I mean, did you want to be a, a journal writing, a journalist writing, or did you want to be in front of the camera? And also, you just said that initially you didn't have the confidence. Well, clearly you have the confidence now, Steph. How did you transition from not believing in yourself to where you are now? Yeah, well, so I just figured out the path to, to get into the classes and figure out if I was good at it or not. And it, it is a confidence thing. I think I'm not doing anything super special that nobody else can do because I get asked that question a lot. It's like, oh, how did you get to where you are right now? And a lot of people will just assume that I'm from a wealthy family or that I'm super connected and that things have been given to me. And that is just not the case. I come from a middle class family. We didn't have any political connections, didn't have any friends in the news. Uh, none of that was given to me. And so just my hard work and talking to people and making connections in that way is what brought me to where I am today. And the opportunities started coming to me when people noticed my work. It wasn't that somebody was just doing me a favor uh, by giving me a chance. It's like they saw my work, they liked it, and then they would offer me the opportunity uh, and, and the jobs. You know, Stephanie, we have so many like high profile guests like yourself on the show and the themes that come out from each of them are so similar. And we talk about this a lot ourselves. So it was determination in the face of people telling you you couldn't do it. But it was also about your building of relationships and the importance of that. Can you talk a little bit more that I think that people think I noticed this when I was prosecutor. They think because I'm great at what I do. Everybody should come to me and, and award me with all sorts of honors and distinctions. And we get agitated when people who had better connections, contacts, and relationships moved ahead of them. Tell me about that, Stephanie, in your mind. Yeah, it's so important to build connections. And if you think about the fields that you're in, I, I'm sure you would agree with me. It's kind of a small world. We all end up working together. And that's been one of my biggest things is, is, is how you treat people and what you have to offer. And so uh, that's something I've always been in the back of my mind is that I wanna treat people how I wanna be treated. And then also keep in mind that like we might be working together on something in the future. And so um, I work really hard on that because you'll see other people burn relationships, treat people like crap. And then it always comes around to bite them in the, you know what? <laughs> And so um, I, I just I work really hard on relationships because you can be really talented and really great. But if you um, don't have good relationships, that's it, it won't take you anywhere. I mean, you, you, you all have to work together. You don't ever work alone. Yeah, Stephanie, let me ask, because you're a very high profile person. And, and uh, we know uh, with that comes we were just discussing this comes a lot of attention, many times unwanted attention. Many times people that want to harm you just for no other reason. It could be jealousy. It could be they want to take your position away from you. I've certainly dealt with that in my career. I'm certain you have. How do you navigate in, in yourself personally the qualities that you have to get past that kind of negativity that people will throw on you when you're somebody that's so high profile like yeah. yourself? And then I always just even feel uncomfortable talking about myself or seeing myself as high profile, but I am accomplishing the things that I had set out to do. And it's just, it is, it's an amazing place to be where I'm at today because when I was younger and getting my start, I was like, oh, I want to have my own show. I want to work in politics. I want to work in news. And I want to be able to have a platform where I can have my voice heard and be part of the conversation and be part of what's going on in this country. Uh, so that being said, as for like navigating against uh, avoiding the haters, if you will, and you're always going to find them in every field. There's always going to be somebody who's out there to get you. And my thing is, is I stay focused. I stay in my lane and like all of the negativity that comes around me and it's, and, and I've had to deal with it and I'm constantly dealing with it. I just ignore it 
and I focus on what I'm doing and the goals that I want to accomplish. So I try to uh, keep all of my energy contained on the good things that I want to get done. And I try to ignore all of the noise and all the outside haters and everything else, because that's not productive in, in the things that I want to do and what I want to get done. I guess Stephanie's saying she's in focus. No, no, no pun intended. I was just about to say that. Breaking news. Stephanie Hamill is focused. The host of In Focus. I, I love what you said about kindness. I mean, it's, it's really killing people with kindness. Be good to people, right? I mean, is there any other way, Steph? Yeah, I, you, you want to be good to people and, and serve and do as much as you can. But also, too, there is a limit and a line. And I think that um, sometimes when you are kind, people will try to take advantage and, and try to get as much out of you as they possibly can. And when I do things for people, I never expect anything in return. So I'll help people out as much as I possibly can in any way that I can. But in my mind, I've already set myself up. It's like, I'm doing this because I want to do it and I can do it. It's not because I'm looking for something. And oftentimes you won't ever get anything in return. But sometimes when you least expect it, the person that you did something for several years prior, they come back around and they're like, have something for you. It's really incredible how it works. And I'm sure it's happened for you guys as well. You know, Stephanie, you speak our language. It, it, if we were not, again, talking about how many of our guests have talked about, don't do stuff for yourself. Do it for other people, and that will come back to you. Okay, and we have Stephanie Hamill with us. She is amazing. She is an anchor of One America News Network, a program in focus. Dave and myself both appear uh, with her, and she is just an uberly talented person. Dave, on the other end of, uh, before the break, we were actually talking about, and I know you were interested in following up on giving back to people. It's it's really giving without the expectation of return. And Stephanie, this is a theme that comes with all of the guests. And I love that you hit it there, you know, especially now with, um, with social media and always being connected. Can you expand on how important that is to really give without the expectation of return? Yeah. I mean, I've never really have had a problem with that idea. I just never I've expected anything because I don't really think that you should be in a, in, in a position where you think you're entitled to or owed things from people. And every time that you put your necessarily, if, if you have these expectations, you're always going to be disappointed. So uh, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I just always keep my expectations very low. And then, so I'm always usually pleasantly surprised because I'm not anticipating or expecting anything. Um, that being said, uh, when it comes to, um, the relationship part of that and building relationship, the more that you give and you're not expecting anything, eventually with your relationships, like I said, some people might come out and end up helping you with something or they might not, but it, it just doesn't matter at the end of the day. And as I said, when you're working in a field, usually it's kind of small. Maybe it's just for me and news and especially in, in the conservative politics that I work in. Um, I, I just noticed that like all of the people that I run into, I end up kind of working with them again in some way or another. And you brought up social media. social media has been just, I mean, just such a big part of, um, you know, especially as I pointed out, I was never super connected, didn't come from a wealthy family. Social media had been really helpful for me to make connections that I wouldn't have been able to, to make otherwise. I mean, think about social media. Social media connected me with you guys. <laughs> and so you're able to communicate with people that you maybe weren't on your radar before. Uh, and that, I think that's incredible. Obviously, social media has some some downsides to it, but it also has some upsides and, and we have to take advantage of the technology that we have available and people shouldn't be afraid to use it. 
Speaking of social media, tell everybody where they can follow you because you're putting out content and you're in the media. Um, certainly a must follow for all of our audience. Oh, thank you. I, I am on Twitter and on Facebook and on Instagram. And my handle is just Stephanie M. Hamill and it's Stephanie Hamill for all of them. So you guys can find me there. I will try to follow you back and uh, I try to respond as much as I can, but I can't always get to everything. I'll tell you one thing. I was just I was just telling my folks before we started the show when Stephanie Hamill retweets or reposts what you put out there expect expect your stuff to blow up you singularly stephanie with all the hosts i've ever been on with i know that my thing is going to take off once you put it out there so i don't know what it is you're doing but thanks sure (laughs) stephanie i got a question for you um just listening to you on on this intimate level about who you are as a person i mean i always knew that you were a great journalist and and you've always been very kind to us um but i'm a big believer that this doesn't just happen. This came from somewhere in your past. Tell me about who you are, how you grew up, and what makes you the kind of person, which I really love, that doesn't expect to get something, but wants to work hard to get it. Because I think that's the difference between you and many others. Yeah. Well, my mom, she's an immigrant from Mexico. She grew up in a really tiny, teeny tiny town. It's called, it's like a farm town. It's called San Jose de Gracias. It's about an hour and a half from Guadalajara, uh, Mexico. It's a, it's it's pretty far out there, and a lot of people don't know where it's at. Anyway, so she grew up there on that farm. She was um, the oldest of six, and she had a dream. She wanted to be a part of the American dream, and so uh, eventually, when she was in her twenties, she moved to this country, and you know, she she went through the legal process. Uh, she met my dad, married my dad. He's from Michigan, and so I grew up in a bicultural family. And my parents have been really hardworking people their entire lives, and so. I watched how my parents, uh, their work ethic. And I think that I learned a lot from them because my parents never had excuses. You know, they, they got up every morning, they made so many sacrifices. They never had excuses. Just their mentality was just get it done and have a good attitude about it. Be grateful, love life. And Mm -hmm. so if if for my mom, uh, to provide the lifestyle that she provided me and my family when we were growing up, again, we didn't have luxuries. But we had food on the table and we had a roof and I grew up in a relatively safe neighborhood in Arizona. So we're so grateful for that. But um, she just, you know, wanted me to know that whatever I had in mind for the future, like I could do that and nobody was going to stop me. And so she always uh, would tell me positive things and kind of help me set a plan. And she's always been really supportive of anything that I wanted to do. And what I loved about my parents was that they never told me what I needed to do. They were always just supportive of some of the ideas that I had. And then when I was younger too, I actually wanted to be an attorney. But then by the time I was done with school, I was like, oh, I don't know if I can afford law school because I already had to take student loans and I really just financially couldn't afford it. So that's why I eventually just jumped straight into um, to working into working in news, but it, oh, it's always been something in the back of my mind was like, I really wanted to go to law school, but haven't done that yet. Wouldn't say I'm not going to do it. You never know. That's what I'm thinking, Stephanie. <laughs> it's never too late. Nah, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> and if you need the lawyers, hire them. Okay. It's a lot easier. I, I, you know, just real quick, Stephanie, you know, my mother, I, I think that 90% of what my parents taught me today would be considered child abuse. And I, and I mean that, I mean, like my mother would tell me there's nothing special about you. I don't know who you think you are, mm-hmm. but you better go out and earn it. If you think, you, you know, you got to go out and do it. And, and then if something happened and I didn't get something that I felt that I deserved and, and 
Dave, you know as well as I do, even politically, while I've achieved very high heights, there are things that I've literally been told, you are not going to get it even though you're the better qualified person for this reason, that reason, and the other reason. And I could hear my mother's voice saying, you're not that special, too bad, that's life, pick it up and keep on moving. It sounds like you came from that kind of environment. Be resilient. Stephanie, do you think our kids today are growing up to be victims rather than victors? seems like a lot of people want to come up with excuses for why they can't get things done or why they can't pursue their passion or why this and why that. And everyone has the sob story. Uh, and yeah, I think that for some reason we're, we've been embracing this mentality and I didn't grow up with that. We didn't grow up with uh, the idea that you're going to get a pat on the back for being a victim. Uh, what At the end of the day, we all have our story. We all have our background. We all have suffered, but we have to pick ourselves up and stop listening to the excuses and listening to the voices in our head that tell us we can't do it. We just need to figure out how to do it. Nothing's necessarily impossible. The life that you set out for yourself is the life that you plan. So if I want to be a fit person, what am I going to do? I'm going to sacrifice. I'm going to wake up really early in the morning. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to skip the ice cream bars and I'm going to make a commitment and a plan. Now, somebody who's not healthy, you can kind of like look at people based on their on their lifestyle choices and you can kind of have an idea of like what people do in the background and so for example david i, I know you're very fit and that doesn't just you know happen naturally i'm sure you're on the peloton every day <laughs> <laughs> tell her about the guns yeah she, well she's referencing uh certainly my instagram feed um hey listen i am you'll see it often uh keep up the momentum Keep up the momentum is something that I love to tag everywhere I go. It's a it's a thing that we talk about in the law practice. Staying positive, keep it up, right? Because it's easy when you get the flow going and you get a routine. And I wonder, uh, speaking on this topic, a lot of not only are you successful as a journalist and as a host, um, but you're living your best life. And it's clear from your posts as well. I see you. Oh, man. State, you're taking my stuff. I see you state hopping <laughs> and in the plane and, and doing all that. Tell us about wait, wait, the wait, other things that you're doing. Wait, wait, that if, if you enjoy. If you're going to steal that question, you also got off road uh, snowmobiles uh, on the place and a Buffalo's walking down the street we we, we stalked it all stephanie tell us what talk to us about it Best right, yellowstone <laughs> and i really enjoy the outdoors that i always have and you know it, one of the, the the tough things with uh with careers as you guys know oftentimes uh our our social lives and our love life and family lives it suffers and i and i will admit that that it's difficult to balance everything like nobody has it all like there's always going to be give and take and i think uh, sometimes people will will see people that they admire or that they you know somebody that they wish they could be like but all of us have our things going on in the background and it, it can be pretty exhausting i'm sure you guys can relate um, i'm thinking of like the days that in washington dc when i lived there for about three years i was working like 16 maybe 18 hour days and this kind of uh, makes me go back to what Bob was talking about that like I'm not special I'm not special but I'll put in the work and I'll get it done and I'll show up on time and when I say I'm going to do something I'm going to do it and so uh, and, and I think that's what has set me apart from some people and not that I'm the most successful person in the world uh, but I am doing what I want to do and living the lifestyle that I had a vision for when I was you know over the years and I'm doing what I want to do and so um, and I think that's really important is a lot of people want things given to them and they don't want to put in the work. They want the TV show, but they don't want to work 
12, 15, 20 hours a day. They don't want to wake up at four in the morning. And so that's where people drop off is that they get lazy and they think again that they're entitled to something because they're so special when actually really they're not. They just need to work harder. Oh, and then back to all the fun things I've been doing. Um, you know, I always try to make time for those things because you can't work all day. I mean, you're going to burn out and burnout is a real, real thing. And so I try to get out, enjoy the fresh air, go do fun things, challenge myself. You mentioned the snowmobiling. Um, it's terrifying when you're out there in the back country by yourself. And it can be a very dangerous situation. It can get dangerous fast. So you have to you know, think of all the safety things and make sure that you're like doing everything right. Cause uh, it, it could be a bad day if, if, you know, if you mess up. So uh, I really enjoy pushing myself to the limit, doing things that terrify me. I mean, I remember the first time I went snowmobiling, I was like, frightened. I was so scared. And then I just kept getting better at it and better at it. But uh, we did have a little bit of an accident last time we went out. So we've been a little bit uh, scared to go back out there, but I'm sure we will soon. Stephanie, we have so many questions we want to ask you, but this went by so quickly. Um, hopefully we can have you back because uh, I think that you have a... It was, yeah, yeah. It's uh, unfortunate because you really have a lot of great stuff. We really appreciate it. But go ahead, Dave. I want to do a first. We're going to do a bonus clip after this show airs. And uh, it's going to be available on our Instagram feeds. All right. So everybody listen on the radio. Go to the Instagram feeds to see the bonus clip. All right. You've been listening to WMTR Radio. It's nothing but the truth with Bob Bianchi, Dave Bruno. Dave, where did I find us? Nothing but the truth podcast.com has the podcast links, has the show notes. And has the videos. So stay tuned to that Instagram because it's the Stephanie Hamill bonus round, which we've never Boom. done before, is coming up next. Good stuff. Many blessings, Stephanie. Take care. Take care. Bye. And again, we want to give a warm thank you to our friend Stephanie Hamill, television producer and host of In Focus with Stephanie Hamill on One America News Network. Thanks, Stephanie, for letting us be part of the conversation. Stephanie inspired me when she talks about confidence. Quote, I get asked that question a lot. How did you get to where you are right now? A lot of people just assume that I'm from a wealthy family or super connected, that things have been given to me, and that's just not the case. I come from a middle-class family that didn't have any political connections, didn't have any friends in the news. None of that had been given to me. So just my hard work and taking people and making connections in that way is what brought me to where I am today. And the opportunities started coming to me when people noticed my work. It wasn't that somebody was just doing me a favor. It was that they saw my work and they liked it and they would offer me the opportunity, end quote. You've been listening to Nothing But The Truth podcast with me, David Bruno, and my partner and host, Bob Bianchi. We are two former prosecutors and media personalities if you enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a review, rate it, share the podcast to anyone that would benefit from these stories of rising from adversity and thriving for ultimate success. For more information on this interview with Stephanie Hamill, see the show notes of this episode in your podcast app or visit nothingbutthetruthpodcast.com for more information to watch the episodes, watch the videos, or subscribe to the podcast all in one place.